This is Old School. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task. That's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass. It was tipped. It's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5. He'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. I'm going to get in trouble. I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> Welcome to it on a Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Thank you for joining us on Old School 927 The Ticket. Greatly appreciate it. Uh, 402-464-5685. Start a Heyman text line, Honda League and Hotline. If you want to be a part of the conversation, hit us up. Give us a what's up and we'll respond. Don't yell at us from the car driving by. Don't be yelling at us from the window at your crib. Just say what's up. Let's have a conversation. Greatly appreciate it. Sarder Heyman live video stream, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter live. You can see what's going on in studio. In studio today, Austin Omer is back. What up, Austin? Great day. Great nice to be day. back. In studio today, that couch. Kenny Wilhite. Coach, what's up? What's up, brother? How are you? I'm, I'm golden right now. About to get in trouble because I'm feeling feisty. Uh-oh. I'm feeling feisty. On the hotline, Honda League and Hotline, we're expecting his call is the Husker Hall of Famer, Jay Foreman. We want to thank the folks from the Mercado for setting us up and making sure we can bring this content to you each and every single day. Greatly appreciate it. Ready to get your meat? It better be the Mercado. Go get your cuts, man. I'm just saying. Uh, it is the madness. It is the madness. And a part of as we get into to, to late March, early April, Baseball season around the corner, March Madness going on, tournaments up and down. Of course, shout out to uh, the folks from Westwood One for giving us live content all week and letting us carry the March Madness games. We will pick up. As a matter of fact, we'll add to it because not only do you get the men's Sweet 16 in Grade 8, this week starting you're going to get the women's Sweet 16 on 93.7 The Ticket. So we're going to carry you. You're going to get live sports all the way through for all those games just Plug it in. You'll still get the, the nighttime content. Um, you'll still be able to get the, the, the podcast and the archives for everything that we do through the course of the week and the weeknights. But, you know, uh, we're looking forward to it. it it's going to be good. Austin, let me know when that phone rings so we know to bring in Jay Foreman. Uh, Kenny, what's the story? What, March Madden, what's the biggest story for you so far for, for NCAA tournament? Uh, Princeton. Have have we not learned as a people that if Princeton shows up in your bracket and in your in your section, get your game ready. Like assess yourself and be prepared. They're they're not going to make mistakes. Discipline. Team basketball. Ball movement. Uh just really, really good, smart basketball players. And they have length too. They're longer than what people think. I, but this, this, see, this is, this is, this is the DP in me that I have to ask the question. So, do they give scholarships at Princeton? NIL at Princeton? They may give do they have the best money. facilities at Princeton? Nope. But somehow, somehow, they manage. To get in the tournament and beat some big boys. So how's it? Listen, there's no excuse anymore. If 
If Princeton, Kenny. I'm listening. If Princeton can can fight their way into the Sweet 16, I don't care what the bracket is. And I don't care what the breakdown is. I don't care what the seedings say. That they are now one of 16 teams left eligible to win the national championship. I don't know if you saw this, but the thing I liked most was there was a thing on Twitter, Princeton, Sweet 16. After making a Sweet 16, uh-huh. they had a video of their campus. It was all quiet. No need to celebrate. Sweet 16, it ain't the Final Four. It ain't the National Championship. But, but they, know. they know. They know. They know. I saw that. I was like, wow. Like, that's deep, right? Yeah. That is deep. Like, all of this, like, we get caught up in the, in the majesty yes. of it, right? Yes. The, the, the pure, majestic beauty of of Cinderella, mm-hmm. you know, David and Goliath. We can tell whatever story and version of it that we want. But ultimately, that when you get past the BS and besides, beyond the peripheral vision, you look at it and there are 15 kids from Princeton who probably weren't recruited by Power 5 programs Mm-mm. they probably did not make and make a request that uh they get new cars or uh nil deals of of six figures and such they probably figured out that quite frankly what this means now when i put on the princeton jersey and the the fairly dickinson jersey that i have to get to work yep Nobody's given them anything. You're not giving Fairly Fairly Dickinson a, a, a spot in the 16. You're not. They 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 gonna fight like they had Florida Atlantic. Wait a minute. They got do they have really good rec- facilities? Nope. Like we saw the gym, right? Yep. We saw their gym. At the core of what we all do is we honor the things that matter. And I love the pageantry, but then once the confetti stops falling and the whistle stops blowing, then it's just a game, and then some real players and some real coaching takes over. What does Princeton do better than the teams that they faced? I'll ask you both. Well, to me, they play smart, disciplined basketball. They do what they do, and they do it to the best of their ability. And, and – uh I mean, they don't, they don't, they don't shoot themselves in the foot, not too often. So, Austin, yeah, I, I'm gonna flip this for just a second. I think what we've seen for the last two years from Arizona now is they're not mentally tough. They're a bunch of front runners. I think that's been exposed. Princeton stayed consistent. That's what they did. They didn't get too high or too low when Arizona made a run, mm-hmm. punch back. Um, that Missouri game was a little back and forth, but Princeton felt in control, which was weird. You know, I don't might say they don't play with emotion, but there's a steadiness to them that neither of their first round or second round opponents had. And that manifested itself, like Kenny said, not shooting themselves in the foot by making the next right play. Add that up over the course of 40 minutes. The more you make the next right play, the better spot you're going to be in. They've done it consistently through two games. Like they, It's where you're it's exactly what you're talking about. When when they what's the line in, in uh, any given Sunday? Yeah, sports is a game of inches, and they're everywhere. <laughs> they're everywhere. The inches are everywhere if you just pay attention. Well, 
there it is that if you do five fewer dumb things a game, you don't have to do five things greater than you've ever done them, but do everything the same way you've always been coached to do them. Like we can talk about all the other stuff. Shoot shots that you that you're used to shooting. At times you're used to shooting them. Identify spots on the floor that are good for you and spots on the floor that ain't good for you. <laughs> UVA, hey, how about making passes that you make all the time? In the most important possession of your season, you made a pass that you've never made all season long. Probably ever in his life. Right, because that's the one you that's the one you like if 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 that's my player, you walk over and you go, okay, help me out. I'm I'm not mad at you, right? But I'm gonna ask you a question in front of everybody. Help me identify the day in practice that we went over the over your head down court heave. Like what what day did we drill that? <laughs> like what day did we what day did we do that? Hmm, let me think, coach. <laughs> Uh, that's when you get the palms up. <laughs> that's when you get the palms right, up. Hey, Kenny, like, like you know the one where you like Kenny. Okay, so this is this is a, like both of you coach. One of my favorite moments in every with every team is the I don't know, I don't know. You can ask them what did we call on this play? Oh, we called this, coach. What do you do on this play? Oh, I, 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 here's my responsibility. Okay. So why'd you do what you just did? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> or the other, or the other two famous words is my bad. <laughs> I hate it here in my bad. My players made a shirt. My high school team made a shirt that said on the front, it said my bad. And on the back, it said my bench. <laughs> my bad gets you my bench yep. like because that is the thing that means that quite frankly from what we trained and what we taught you decided to go rogue and do a thing that we've never worked on before that's the only time you got chastised that's the only time that you got the dp face that they put they they made those 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 fat heads and put them on sticks and it's me of me growling at them and the only time they saw that was if it was a thing that we literally just talked about. And then you go, well, what what happened here? I don't know, coach. I, uh, <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs> and then they, everybody else in the team would just point to the end of the mm -hmm. bench. Like they just point to, as a team, they all point to the end of the bench because they know, oh, man, you just set yourself up, bro. We, we can't even help you now. Like we can't bail you out. Like it's the favorite thing. I think I would love to have the microphone Princeton's pregame and their huddles because I think it would be a coaching cl cl clinic on how to prepare people and keep people one connected two to each other three to the idea and the concept because that's really really good coaching did you hear after the timeout of Marquette what they said Shaka had his team doing uh -uh. deep breaths because they practice it in practice, you know, he 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 want he tried to get them to relax to let them know that that everything's going to be okay. Let's revert back to what we know, and let's take deep breaths. The first part of the timeout during that game, during a part of that game, he had them doing deep breaths.
in a crucial moment of the game. The, the, the real thing for all huddles, for me, and, and, and all huddles, each sport has its get-together. Football has a huddle. Basketball has its, its sideline huddle. And pe- people go to the bench. Baseball has its infield meeting or its meeting at the end of in-between innings. And I have a rule, and I really wish more, more coaches would use it. But when we call the meeting, the first thing is you walk together and you take that deep breath that everybody that Shaka was talking about. And then it's, okay, give me smiles. Give me smiles. Because like, like, <laughs> everybody here chose to be here and nobody else would want to be anywhere else. All right, so now let's play some ball. What do you see? <laughs> there you go. Like it, it just I, I, I I'm, I'm mindful. We're going to talk about spring practice. We're going to talk about uh, the spring press, spring practice pressure that we saw afterwards. We'll do that at five o'clock. But up next, Husker Hall of Famer Jay Foreman will call in. We'll pick his brain on what's going on. I'm sure he's got lots to talk about with the NCAA tournament. And then first day of practice, we'll ask him his thoughts and and wishes about that. Old school, ninety three seven. The ticket. We'll be right back.